My name is Daniel and this is the It Takes Time podcast, a podcast where I share my journey to a career, a life worth living and all the enjoyment, hardship and experiences along the way. Thank you for tuning in, subscribe on your selected platform and let's get into this. Hey everyone, it's late again, obviously. And um, I'm realizing that there's a lot of these people that we're doing research for at the moment who goes to who's lecture at this place called the New School in New York. Anyway, um, so. Today has been a reading day, as was yesterday. Um, um, don't know how much I've done today, but um, I know that I've done considerable amount. Um, still doing it now. Um, I want to talk about this idea of uh, this idea of um, 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 arrogance and um, how crucial that is for um. our understanding of uh, um, our understanding of um, why people behave the way they do I think it's really interesting actually arrogance because I I think there are people who are arrogant and ignorant I think they're arrogant and knowledgeable knowledgeable and shy or no, it's the opposite of arrogance. Oh, arrogance and humbleness are the po- uh, antonyms. So you can be arrogant and shy. You can be arrogant and uh, can you be arrogant and humble? No, I don't think so. You, you can be arrogant and knowledgeable, arrogant and ignorant. You can be ignorant and humble, and ignorant and knowledgeable. Now. No. Oh, for God's sake. Right, so I should have time then. There are four possibilities, okay? You have arrogance um, and humbleness on one side, and you have ignorance and knowledge on the other side. So you have arrogance and knowledgeable, arrogance and ignorance. Yeah. And you have humbleness and knowledgeable, humbleness and ignorance. So you've got. So the perfect combination really is. A mix of the arrogant and knowledgeable and the ignorant and knowledgeable but obviously you get the people who are arrogant and ignorant and that's the worst because they think they know but they really don't and I used to be that I never used to read I never used to take advice from people I never used to listen to anyone else I didn't think anyone else had anything better to think or say than I did I didn't think that anyone could contribute to my life the way that I could contribute to my own life I thought I was very singular dimensional I thought that I bred everything but then I realized that as life goes on, as you need to people more in your life to to support and help you, the more you 
need to realise that those people are going to be the ones who actually voice you up and support you and help you to be the best person that you can be. And at the end of the day, um, without those people, you won't actually be that person, the best person that you want to be. And I think it's really cool because if I don't know anything, I will not... um, um, I will not, you know, say anything. Um, um, but um, if I have something to say, um, I will make um, Um, yeah, so I will make, um, myself kind of aware of that and be able to, like, recognise. I think it's important because I've, like, learned that I'm not superior to anyone else, as well as the fact that, like, people, I also don't think that people think that, well, I do think, I do still feel like I'm under God, but I also do feel that people respect me more in situations that I've garnered respect for and I think that's important development I think I'm proud of that I'm no longer seen as this person who's always wanting I think the tables have turned slightly especially um in the last um sort of um two years or a year and a half where people have like are now like seeking me out things rather than me seeking and I think that's a really important change isn't it it's an important power dynamic and it's important because I know what it feels like to be on one side so to not be on that side is like different um so yeah I do feel that there are certain misconceptions about the way that you should I also feel like, well, a lot of things we do are to conform to society, but, like, who's judging and who's watching are two very important concepts, because who is involved in what you do and who actually perceives what you do to be wrong is actually a very small percentage of people who actually really don't matter. So me having an outlandish view is not it doesn't make me outlandish it makes the person receiving it appear to me that I am outlandish but in actuality it's just their problem and their perception oh god I'm so tired right but the good thing about today is I think I've completed in terms of task numbers um Um, I've done, I don't know how many is this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, 18 tasks today, and I think that is my highest number of tasks completed, if I'm not mistaken, oh, by a long way, by an absolutely monumental way, and, uh, 
Bring it to the top. That'd be wrong. Let me rearrange. Because I don't have any other rearrange. Um, could be full. Okay, let's just go full. Um, I think it's supposed to be nineteen though. Um. So I'm in this habit tracker. I'm really obs obsessed with this habit tracker as well. It gives me a source of procrastination, which is cool. Um, so I've got task completed, task rearranged, target or task, percentage completed of task, variance on task, time predicted, time spent, accuracy of that time, variance for time, average time per task, wake up time, bedtime, sleep time. Then, because I've, I've got an iPhone, I've utilised the fact that it has a screen time function on it, so this is only started from today, the 17th. So we've got screen time, social networking, entertainment, games, productivity, reading and reference, creativity, pickups, notifications. And I've got this events thing here. So, I say for example, today that I have my interview for one of a, co a company, I can see that I was 15% productive, probably because I had the interview, right? Now, the day I got the rejection from the studentship, um, I was... I was equally not productive, you know? And then the day after that, I was equally not productive, you know? Sure. It shows, like, a negative. And I think it's important to track that in terms of numbers. Um, I'm hoping to continue this for the rest of my life, really. And see how long and how far I can take it and add more rows and become more sophisticated with it. Right now, I can't see much needing to be added to this. I think it's probably capturing everything. But, um, yeah, I think there's a common link. And the funny thing about today is I woke up at 10.47 and didn't get doing anything until midday. And I still managed to do 19 tasks while there's the earliest I've woken up is... Wednesday, early 7.30. So that was on the day of the interview. Okay, forget that. But, okay, 7.43. Right. On th on Tuesday, I got thirty on Tuesday the fifth. I woke up at seven forty three. That was my second earliest wake up. Right. I woke up. I had twenty four tasks to complete, which is my highest number of class tasks to complete in a day. I did eight of them. I had a thirty three percent complete rate. I spent sixty minutes just per task. Right. Today I don't know how much time I'm worked out yet, but. I've done, woke up at 10.47, which is my latest time to wake up. I completed nine tasks, 19 tasks with a completion rate of 86%. And I think my time spent will be, accuracy will be very low. It will be back in accuracy in terms that's good. Uh, it will probably be like 70%. Or oh, probably low, actually lower than that. It will be much lower than that, probably be like 40%. Um, and then this screen time will also be quite interesting. Yeah, um, this has been Alex, I'm very tired, I'm going to end it here, and I'll uh, speak to you tomorrow.